I'm not necessarily focused on having things be the same that they once were. And I think a lot of times when we forgive people, there's that saying, right? You forgive, but you don't necessarily forget. So there are still going to be traumas and and damages that are are permanent. There are going to be scars that are left on our lives when we're hurt by people or hurt by ourselves, that as much healing as we do and as much forgiveness as we allow, we don't necessarily ever go back to who we used to be. But I believe that that gets to be okay because for me, one of the most profound shifts in my life has really been seeking gratitude and silver linings in all situations, especially the hard ones. So I trust that going through this situation, even though yes, it's been difficult and it's been hard and it's hurt. And there have been a lot of tears and a lot of heartache. I trust that I'm learning something from this that I'm meant to experience in my life. So I don't need to go back to who I used to be, but I'm not going to allow these things to stand in the way of me becoming the woman that I want to become in my life. Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of Join Jessica XO, where I am a mindset coach who helps women just like you create radical change in their lives. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a pep talk that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, then you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's get started. Hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I hope that you are having such an amazing day, and I hope that if you are not feeling so great today, you will trust that you are going to be okay. I am absolutely thrilled to bring you today's episode where I am going to be talking about my mom, her one year of sobriety celebration and forgiveness. I shared last week that my mom celebrated one year of sobriety. And if you have been with me for any period of time, you know what this roller coaster has been like over the last year plus, even before my mom's like rock bottom, I was sharing some of the struggles that come with just dysfunction in my family and how that has affected my life and how I often see that to be something that tends to hold people back from creating the success that they want in their own lives for a number of reasons. We tend to allow ourselves to live in stories of the past and allow the behavior of other people to often stand in the way of us becoming who we want to be for ourselves. And we can tend to use other people's lives and problems as excuses. We can lack boundaries. We can become all consumed And it can be really difficult to prioritize ourselves when we are dealing with dysfunction in our families, especially if it's somebody close to you, like a parent who you love so much. My mom 
I love her to death. And I am just so happy to be celebrating her one year of sobriety. But as I was sharing last week on social media, I was getting an influx of messages, as I always do when I share about this, of people who can just relate to what I'm going through, whether it's an alcoholic mom, an alcoholic dad, a a brother, a sister, a loved one, a husband themselves. I get a lot of people reaching out and just sharing their experience with me. And a question that continued to come up over the last several days in my Instagram DMs was, how have I forgiven my mom? Many of you struggling with parents who maybe even have gotten sober, but you're still struggling with forgiveness. And I think that this is something that's really important because holding on to that anger can eat away at you if you will allow it to. And I believe that our perspective is really powerful. And I think that forgiveness is something that has been very important for me in my life, not just in my relationship with my mom over the last year, but for those of you who know my story, my dad abandoned my family when I was a child and then reentered my life when I was about 20 years old and navigating through that situation when I didn't quite have the mindset that I have now. I didn't have the emotional intelligence that I have now. Forgiveness was something that was still really important to me for a number of reasons. But one of the biggest reasons is that I don't want to look back on my life when I am 50, 60 years old and my parents are gone and be living with regrets of wishing I would have allowed them back into my life. So There are three things that I want to share with you today that have been really powerful for me in moving through forgiving people who have hurt me, not just my mom in this situation. But I think if you're struggling with forgiveness towards anybody in your life, maybe even yourself, because forgiving yourself is something that we also really need to do. I think it's important that we talk about how you can move through forgiving somebody who has hurt you or forgiving yourself if you're somebody who has hurt yourself in your life. So today I want to talk about three of the things that have really helped me with forgiveness in general in my life. They're not going to be specific to my relationship with my mom, but just things in general that I have applied to my relationship with my mom and forgiving her and moving through repairing our relationship and like being completely transparent. Our relationship is not perfect. I feel like I'm still really getting to know my mom. I feel like I'm still getting comfortable around her. I feel like I'm slowly opening up and allowing her to be a part of my life again. It's been a really long time since we have had a close and intimate relationship. And talking about this always brings such tears and emotion to me because I have missed my mom for so long. And I feel like I'm now just beginning to get her back and I'm so hopeful for the future, but I'm also very realistic in knowing that true change it's not just a linear process. And I know that this is going to be a tough road ahead. Right now, her life is still being monitored while she is in recovery and she's still being watched and she still has people with her where she doesn't really have the option to drink. If she was to do so, she would be homeless again. So I'm very hopeful for the future, but still realistic about some of the hardships that may be coming up. And I'm very hopeful for our continued improvement in our relationship because it's been a really long time since I've had that bond with my mom. And I don't know if things will ever be the same as they were, right? But I'm not necessarily focused on having things be the same that they once were. And I think a lot of times when we forgive people, there's that saying, right? You forgive, but you don't necessarily forget. So there are still going to be 
traumas and and damages that are are permanent. There are going to be scars that are left on our lives when we're hurt by people or hurt by ourselves that as much healing as we do and as much forgiveness as we allow, we don't necessarily ever go back to who we used to be. But I believe that that gets to be okay because for me, one of the most profound shifts in my life has really been seeking gratitude and silver linings in all situations, especially the hard ones. So I trust that going through this situation, even though, yes, it's been difficult and it's been hard and it's hurt and there have been a lot of tears and a lot of heartache, I trust that I'm learning something from this that I'm meant to experience in my life. So I don't need to go back to who I used to be, but I'm not going to allow these things to stand in the way of me becoming the woman that I want to become in my life. So the first thing that has really helped me with forgiving people in my life, including my mom in this situation with her sobriety, is really understanding that we are all human beings here on earth. None of us asked to be here. And we are all navigating through life in the best way that we know how. And a lot of times I believe that there's generational trauma, right? My mom's dad had problems with alcohol and abuse and there was divorce and dysfunction. And she went through a lot in her life with my relationship with my dad and abandonment in that situation and homelessness and being a single mom. My mom went through a lot in her human experience here on earth. And I know that she was just doing the best that she could. And a lot of times, many of us aren't seeking the help that we need when we first begin to realize that there is a problem. So if she was dealing with depression or anxiety or any other mental illness that could encourage her to try and drink to suppress what she was feeling, she was human and she is human and she's not here to be perfect. And I don't hold that expectation of myself. And I would never hold that expectation of her as much as some of her behavior has hurt me. I really lean into, she was just doing the best that she knew how. And sometimes the best that we know how to do is still hurtful. It's still hurtful to ourselves. It's still hurtful to other people, but I don't believe that my mom ever intentionally decided I'm going to become an alcoholic to hurt my children. I don't believe that that was a life that she wanted for herself. I believe that things just got out of control and snowballed out of control. And she, she didn't want to ask for help and she felt too far gone. But I I do believe that addiction is a disease and it got to a point where it was just completely out of her control. I don't believe that there was ever ill intention behind what she was doing. I don't believe that she ever wanted to live that life for herself. Who would want to choose to be an addict? I believe that she was just doing the best that she knew how to cope with what she was going through and her choices were not good ones. They weren't the quote unquote right ones. They were ones that were hurtful to herself And I see that in the shame and the the disappointment and the embarrassment that she carries through life at this point. And I hope that those are things that she will continue to heal through so that she doesn't go back to using alcohol to cope with them. But when it comes to situations with yourself and forgiveness with yourself or forgiveness with somebody that you love, I really encourage you to lean into the fact that we are all just human. And many of us are not healed from things that we have been through and we're just doing the best that we can. And it, it's sad when that best that we can is hurtful to other people and other people have to bear the consequences of that. But accepting this to be truth for me has been really powerful in helping me to forgive 
others in my life to forgive myself in my life and to forgive my mom with her alcoholism and her newfound sobriety. The second thing that has helped me a lot with forgiveness is realizing that forgiveness isn't about somebody else. Forgiveness for me is for me. I choose to forgive because I don't want to carry the burden of hate and anger and frustration and resentment in my heart. That is not the way that I want to live my life. I do not want to wake up every day hating other people. I don't want to wake up every day feeling resentful towards other people. I don't want to be angry in my life. I don't want to carry those feelings. I just don't because I have recognized I spent a lot of my life carrying animosity towards myself, hate towards myself and disappointment towards myself and shame towards myself. And to have created the relationship with myself that I have now, I'm not going to allow those toxic feelings to take over my life again, not when I get to choose to feel different. So a lot of times, I think when we think about forgiving other people, we feel like we're doing them a favor. It's like, oh, well, I'm forgiving you and I'm letting you back in my life. But forgiveness for me is not about other people. Forgiveness for me is about me. It is about the way that I want to feel in my life. It is about the way that I choose to feel in my life. Forgiving doesn't have to mean forgetting and forgiving doesn't even have to mean allowing somebody super close to you again. There can still be boundaries in place where you are protecting your feelings and you're protecting your energy and protecting your peace. And I think that is very important. But for me, forgiveness is not about somebody else. Forgiveness is about me and how I want to feel in my life and the feelings that I want to carry within myself because I know that who I am and and the feelings that I carry within myself, they are leaking into the lives of other people in the work that I do in the new relationships that I carry in my life with my friends, with my husband, with the people who work with me for the people who hire me, I am protecting my inner peace at all costs. And that means allowing myself to forgive other people for me. It's not for anybody else. It's for me. So think about that when it comes to forgiveness, how do you want to feel? Do you want to carry those feelings of anger and resentment and frustration for the rest of your life? It's okay to forgive people. I know that it's hard, but it's okay to forgive people and allow yourself to move on from carrying that hurt for the rest of your life. The third and final thing that has really helped me when it comes to forgiving in my life is asking myself, how would I hope to be treated in this situation? And this, I use this all of the time in all relationships that I carry in my life when it comes to conflict or disagreement or things that lend to needing to forgive. I will ask myself, how would I want to be received? How would I want to be treated? Can I see this from the other perspective? Can I see this from how somebody else is feeling? And if I was in that person's shoes, how would I want to be treated? A lot of times we feel like our perspective is the only perspective and our perspective is the right perspective because we feel so close to it. We feel so emotionally connected to the way that we feel. But if for a second we could consider how does somebody else feel, maybe it would allow us to see a different perspective and take a different attitude towards things. So I think about in this situation with my mom, how must she be feeling in her life right now? It makes me so emotional. She has lost everything. 
literally everything except for me. My brothers don't talk to her. None of her family talks to her. She doesn't have a house. She has no job. She has nothing. So to see from her perspective, how she must feel in her life to know that she has gotten herself here. I can't imagine what that has to feel like for her, that shame and that sadness and that anger towards herself that she is carrying. I think when we can see somebody else's perspective, it can allow us to feel a little bit different towards them. Because again, this life, nobody is going to be perfect. And I know that my mom didn't intentionally choose this. And when we're angry and there were many days where I was so angry that this is where my mom allowed herself to be, because I do believe that there were many of times where things could have changed before they got so bad, but she didn't make that choice. And she needed to be the one that made that choice, but she didn't. So if, if the shoes were reversed and I was standing where she is right now, and I royally fucked up in my life and I got myself to a place where I had nothing and I was carrying shame and sadness and disappointment. How would I want somebody else to treat me? Would I want somebody to turn their back on me for mistakes that I made? I would hope that the people who really loved me in my life would be there and they would be willing to see that I'm not perfect and they would be willing to forgive me for what I had done. So I know that it's not easy and you can tell this is all still very fresh for me. All of this still hurts a lot. But I think that I know that I don't want to look back on my life and wish I would have done things differently. So even if that means that I'm open to a little bit of hurt because I'm working on this relationship and sometimes it would be easier to just close the door and say, I don't want to do this. I know that I don't want to look back on my life and say, I wish I would have allowed her close to me again. Same with my dad. I don't want to look back and and say, I I wish I would have allowed him close to me again or anybody else in my life who I chose to not forgive. That's just the type of person that I am. And, And I think that we are all different and we are all, we all get to forgive or not forgive the way that we want to. And I don't believe that forgiveness has to mean then a lack of boundaries and putting yourself back in a position where you're open to being hurt again. I think that you can forgive and still protect yourself. So if you're somebody who has resonated with this story, with what my mom is going through, with what my family is going through, if your family has been affected by alcoholism or addiction or abuse or dysfunction, I understand. And I'm so sorry that you're going through this. I know how much it can hurt. But I deeply believe that a big part of protecting my peace is forgiveness and keeping boundaries in place and protecting myself always. But I don't want to carry those feelings of resentment and hurt in my heart for the rest of my life. So that is why I choose forgiveness. And I don't think that you are bad or wrong if you don't choose forgiveness. But I think that you have to ask yourself, how do I want to feel? And what are the feelings that I want to carry in my heart? for the rest of my life. Because for me, like I said, forgiveness is not about somebody else. It is about me and how I can move forward in my own life. Protecting my inner peace is number one. And sometimes that means forgiving people for doing hurtful things. And they're still not a part of my life, but I have forgiven them. 
Forgiveness doesn't have to mean things go back to the way that they used to be. Okay. I love you guys so much. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart to every single one of you who reached out to celebrate my mom and her one year of sobriety. It has been so special to be able to share this experience with you. I'm so proud of her. I'm so grateful. My heart is so, so grateful for this opportunity to create these memories with my mom. And I don't know what the future holds, but I know that I'm hopeful and I know that this has been a part of my story for a reason. So I'm very grateful to have the opportunity to share this with you. And please know, I love you so much. And if you are hurting because of a similar situation, I'm just sending you so much love. So, so, so much love. Protect your peace, prioritize yourself, and open your heart to consider forgiving. I love you so much. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes or sending me a message on Instagram so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, make sure you head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. I love you so, so much. And I cannot wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, live today with a grateful heart and remember that you're not only worthy, but incredibly capable and deserving of creating the life you desire. Thank you.